Welcome to the Morning News Podcast for Monday, October 5th. We begin with the latest from Washington and President Donald Trump's COVID-19 diagnosis. We get the details on the President's weekend appearance outside the Walter Reed Medical Centre from Reggie Cicchini, Global's Washington correspondent. Next, we look at a free online screening tool for depression being offered up by the Calgary Counseling Centre. We hear about the resources in our city to battle depression, which has been on the rise during the pandemic. Continuing our conversation on depression, we speak with Dr. Ted Jablonski, our on-call family physician, about a new study which looks at the negative impact social media can have on individuals who rely too much on the apps and websites for information on COVID-19. And finally, it's that time of the year again. We get details on this year's canine calendar in support of the Calgary Police Youth Foundation. We'll also hear about a milestone for the K-9 unit, which has been operating in our city for 60 years. now and joining us from outside Walter Reed Hospital in Bethesda, Maryland, where President Trump remains a COVID positive patient. We say good morning to Global Washington correspondent Reggie Cicchini. Hi, Reggie. Good morning. Boy, what a weekend, starting with the chopper ride from the White House on Friday to last night's drive-by. So much to unpack, but I'm going to start you off with a a texter who talked about the drive-by last night. Why are we even discussing it? Where was the harm or risk, this person asks? Well, look, the harm or risk came to the Secret Service agents who were driving the president around in a hermetically sealed vehicle where there's no chance for airflow to get in and out. Uh, the risk was for the people who were potentially with the president as he was walking out of his hospital room. And the risk was for the rest of Americans who see that a president who is COVID positive sitting inside of a hospital uh, because of the severity of his symptoms, getting up and walking away uh, with a cavalier attitude. That is where the fear is for Americans with problems. You know, so many conflicting reports as the information was coming fast and furiously through the weekend uh, from a couple that, you know, he had to use oxygen a couple of times between, uh, you know, late last week and through the weekend to seeing him in the motorcade. So what do we know right now is true and what do we know about the state of his health with this coronavirus? Well, the state of his health still remains pretty much under wraps. They're being incredibly uh, non-transparent about how the president is doing. We haven't heard this morning what his symptoms are or what the severity is. Uh, We learned over the weekend on Sunday that he had received two treatments of oxygen, supplemental oxygen. Saturday, they dodged those questions, uh, saying that they were trying to keep the president's spirits upbeat, uh, trying to not say anything that would potentially change the course of treatment, which simply just doesn't make sense. But at the end of the day, the fact that we are not being given a full, clear picture of how the president is dealing with the coronavirus right now puts not only the Trump administration's credibility on the line, but that of the physician to the president as well. Richie, let's talk about the fact he's getting an experimental drug as well. This is that to me, that's kind of outrageous to be testing a drug on the president. Well, look, there are independent medical experts out there outside of Walter Reed that say that the president, the fact that he was given this uh, this experimental antibody treatment last week, plus remdesivir, plus he's being given dexamethasone, which is a steroid. He's likely the only person in the world who's receiving that trio of treatment right now. And the steroid is typically only given to people, according to medical experts, who are the most critically ill. And if they're not critically ill, there could be adverse side effects. So there are potential ramifications here for this attempt to throw everything at the wall to see what sticks. Hmm. 
we're hearing that he could be released as early as today. So I'm wondering, um, you know, if that is still the case, if it's on the agenda. And if so, would it be a case of being released to the medical facilities within the White House? Or do we know anything about this at this point? It's still up in the air right now. That that call is expected to come later on this afternoon, according to the chief of staff. But again, medical experts say it's simply a reckless move. Donald Trump, if he just started to experience these symptoms after having tested positive on Friday morning, means that he is contagious now for at least the next two weeks. If they are considering discharging him, putting him in the care of the White House, despite the fact that he's still on these drug treatments, does that mean the calendar needs to go back and President Trump potentially contracted this virus many days before we were told on Friday? which opens up a question about contact tracing. There are so many unanswered questions about the care of the president right now and what the actual uh, circumstances are that it does create a dangerous situation. Thanks for the update, Reggie. Appreciate your time today. Thank you. That's Reggie Cicchini, Global's Washington correspondent. Well, in honor of National Depression Screening Day, the Calgary Counseling Centre is offering a free anonymous online depression screening test. So let's talk about all the details and the importance of today. We're joined now by Senior Counselor at Calgary Counseling Centre, Sarah Rosenfeld. Hi, Sarah. Good morning. Thanks so much for joining us. I almost feel like 2020 should be, you know, National Depression Screening Year because it's been so (laughs) crazy. But uh, an important day today and you're offering all of us a way to maybe get a little help potentially. Absolutely. So uh, the screening, uh, National Depression Screening uh, Day is the 8th, but we're doing the screening test open for everyone the entire week beginning today through to the 11th of October. Tell us how it works. So the test is going to be live at www.calgarycounseling.com and www.test4, that's the number four, depression.com. And that's, uh, as you mentioned, a free, anonymous, quick online test that can be taken from the privacy of your phone, tablet, or computer. And it's available, as I said earlier, from October 5th to the 11th. The test is available in five languages, uh, English, French, Spanish, Punjabi, and Chinese. Great. Sarah, tell us what the test is comprised of. And I understand this is not the the complete full screening, but this is kind of a step to get you into the system or a step to get you to uh, talk to people that you, uh, you know, might have to be speaking with. Is that right? Yeah, exactly. So we encourage everyone to take the test and uh, get the help they need. Essentially, pass it on to anybody that you know, because you actually really never know who needs it. Sometimes these uh, depression can be silent. And so the more people that have access to this test, the better able we're able to help. Sarah, I mean, obviously, I think people should go online, take the test. It's just a smart thing to do to sort of get a a good handle on what's going on with you. But can you give us a little bit of a rundown of, of what depression really is? Yeah, absolutely. So um, it can affect anyone. First of all, um, it affects men, it affects women, children of any age, education, um, economic or social status. Over 264 million people worldwide actually will experience depression in their lifetimes. Um, And we know that depression is diagnosed twice as much in women as it is in men. So about one in five women, one in 10 men. Um, It is a very common occurrence. Life, as we know, and you mentioned this year in particular, comes with many challenges. Um, But we want people to know that they don't have to face them by themselves. There are people to help. Well, that's part of it, I would think, Sarah, is the fact that, unfortunately, there 
there is still a stigma attached to, to, to some extent. So this is uh, something you can do from home or sitting at your office cubicle too, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Privacy is really important. So like I said, uh, you can do it where you feel comfortable. It's anonymous. It's free. Uh, it's accessible. We want people to feel like it's accessible and it, it is. Why do you think it's important that we talk about this, continue to talk about this and delve into it and make it okay, but more so, why is it important that people get online and do this test? So what we know about depression is that it affects more than those who actually get diagnosed with it. Um, In families, we know that children of depressed parents are more likely to experience depression in their lifetimes. We know that for every depressed person, that doesn't get treatment, it affects the lives of at least three other people. Mm. And uh, so it's really important that we reach as many people as possible. We also know that for, for children, like in Calgary, for instance, we have, in on average, in a classroom, four to eight teenagers are depressed, but only one or two of those people are actually getting help for their depression. So it's incredibly important that we reach as many people as possible. We also know that depression is the second leading cause of suicide. But um, we also know that over half of those people who suffer don't get the help they need. Well, Sarah, let's talk about the resources available in our city. And, you know, how does Calgary uh, stack up perhaps to other major cities in the nation if someone's battling depression and, and wants to seek help? So there are quite a few resources, Calgary Counseling Centre being one of them. And what, uh, what this, you know, depression is very treatable. So um, there are lots of resources, uh, lots of counseling op- options, uh, employee assistance providers also can be a support for people that uh, access that through their employer. Uh, it is highly treatable. Um, it's the most treatable of all mental health issues. And with this particular test, what's also important for people to know is um, the quicker you get help, the better and the faster the results will be for you. You can take the test and what will happen is you'll get one uh, of three possible responses. The first would be that you don't need any further evaluation. The second would be that we'd recommend you for further evaluation. And the third would be that you're highly recommended for further evaluation. Sarah, in our world, if we have somebody, you know, who's, well, you you talked about some of the symptoms, but how how do we see it or how do we know it if we're, if someone in our world maybe has some of these symptoms, like what do we, I'm trying to get from you, what what would we see in that person in our world? I mean, are they just lying on the couch all the time or is there more to it? Yeah, that's a good, very good question. So, um, it's very unique to each person, but they're kind of certain hallmark things that you would notice. So a withdrawal from activities that the person previously enjoyed, maybe irritability, anger, frustration, a disproportionate response to something. So it might be a small thing and the person has a very large response to it, um, not engaging in the activities that they once previously really enjoyed. Um, that can be a real harm, hallmark of depression. And again, you know, we're circling the 8th of October as National Depression Screening Day, but you folks uh, make it right now, right through till, is it till Sunday? Yeah. Okay. So the same resources available, and I've got the one, calgarycounseling.com. That's kind of a one-stop shop, is that right? Yeah, we do. We work with individuals, couples, families. Um, We don't have a wait list, so... Mm. Essentially, you come in and get the help you need when you need it. And what we know about depression um, is that seek help early. And if it's accessible and there for you at the time you need it, you're more likely to get results soon. 
Um, we don't have fees. Uh, we, I mean, we have fees, but the fees are on a uh, sliding scale. So that's not a barrier to you coming in and accessing support. We don't want that to be a barrier to people getting the help they need. Sarah, have and, you seen, sorry, I was, I just before we let you go, I'm just curious if you've seen an uptick of people asking for your help during this crazy time we've, that we're living in right now. We're starting to see that, yeah. yes. Yes. Um, and uh, we just want people to know that there is help out there, that this is very treatable. Uh, talking to somebody can really help getting family involved. Um, these things tend to happen in, in families. Um, so there is help out there and it is, it's treatable and you can experience relief sooner rather than later. It's a great message. Thanks for your time this morning, Sarah. Thank you very much for your interest and uh, thank you for taking the time to speak to me today. Good stuff. That's Sarah Rosenfeld, Senior Counselor at the Calgary Counseling Centre and it's calgarycounselingcenter.com or sorry, calgarycounseling.com to get your free screening test. 717 helicopter traffic time for West District by Truman. Life happens at hellowestdistrict.com. Seven twenty on the morning news. Can't stop checking social media for the latest COVID-19 health information? You might want to take a break. According to a new study, it may have a negative effect on your mental health. With details on the research, we're joined by Dr. Ted Jablonski, our on-call family physician. Good morning to you, Dr. J. Good morning. This is a tough one, Dr. J, as many of us spend a lot of time on social media and just, you know, think we're picking up information, but that's uh, maybe not the case. Yeah, so this was interesting. This was a study out of China um, on the platform WeChat, uh, which I guess a lot of Chinese people use um, for social media. What they found out early in the COVID outbreak is that people who spent a lot of time on this were much more likely to get depressed and and much more likely to feel traumatized by their time spent on the uh, social media platform. So as much as it helped to educate and uh, change their behaviors positively in regards to hand washing and, and mask wearing, et cetera, there was this huge negative impact on their mental health. I wonder if part of it, too, was all the mixed messaging on social media, because let's face it, that's not the best place to go for your accurate information on Facebook. So, you know, kind of getting an onslaught of, of information that might really confuse people and get them even more upset. Yeah, and I think the upset is the, uh, the the part that's really important. So I think, you know, the takeaway message for me in this is if you're spending a lot of time on social media sites and when you we end them and you're more angry or really sad or really depressed, perhaps that's not a really good site to be spending a lot of time mm-hmm. on that is dragging you down from a mental health point of view, whether that be because it is confusing or just people are chatting in a very negative way all the time, which is sort of my experience. That Once you get into a sort of a chat line or, or where people are all negative, 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 you become negative. You get pulled right into yeah. that negativity of the group. Uh, and that's not good at all. So, uh, Dr. J, this is a crazy one because... Uh, what if we want to be on social media to look at Aunt Millie's pictures from her uh, 75th birthday party, but this information is there? Is there any way that we can, you know, put up filters or, you know, use it without, uh, you know, feeling the effects of the depression? So I'm no, not a social media expert by any stretch, and I certainly, I, I personally try to stay away from it a little more than lean into it. Mm-hmm. But I think it is a matter of um, 
not spending a lot of time, uh, if there is that negative uh, posting or whatever, not going down that rabbit hole, mm-hmm. you know, just looking at it for what it's worth and, and moving on quickly. Um, because, yeah, the more time we spend in those negative uh, spaces, the more negative we come, and that's just human nature. So it's fair enough to have peer support or getting education or being informed, but if you feel like you're getting traumatized by that information, then I think that's where we have to really uh, take take charge and, and uh, take care of ourselves and not go down that road. Great advice. And then also you could look at pictures of kittens and puppies afterwards too. <laughs> if you really so choose. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dr. J. Appreciate it. It's Thank always you, a good reminder. Appreciate your time. That is our on-call family physician, Dr. Ted Jablonski. now. This is where we'd normally check in with Danielle Smith, brought to you by Canada Post. Free shipping Tuesdays from Canada Post are back this October. Learn more at canadapost.ca slash Tuesday. The Calgary Police Youth Foundation has launched the 2021 K-9 calendar. This is the 60th year of the K-9 unit in Calgary. And with more details on the unit, on the calendar itself, joining us this morning is Constable uh, Mike Lenchuka. Hello, Constable. Thank you for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. So uh, the calendar's awesome. It's so nice to see all these magnificent animals that help our human officers do their jobs. So tell us, why is it so important to you uh, to to focus on the canines that work with you? Well, I think most and first and foremost, the the dogs aren't just, you know, animals to to us handlers. They're our partner. Um, We ask them to do, uh, I guess, a tremendous amount of work, uh, a lot of which goes kind of unrecognized by um, most people. And they they allow us to do our job safer. Well, let's talk about it as a unit because, uh, you know, Constable, sometimes we see the, the canine dogs out on display, maybe at events or, you know, you might see them in a car. Uh, but the amount of hours that go in, uh, and they truly are the partners of these constables, aren't they? Yeah, it's it, it starts first thing in the morning to last thing at night. You know, we bring these dogs home. So um, whether it's, uh, you know, introduction of basic training, teaching the dog how to sit to... Uh, criminal apprehension or detection work, um, it, it never stops the training and the work that we ask them to do. Constable, let's talk about how much money has been raised through this calendar over the years, and where does that money go? What does it do to help? Well, to date, I can't give you an exact number. I believe it's uh, close to half a million dollars, wow. but all proceeds um, of the calendar directly benefits the vulnerable children and youth uh, in the city of Calgary, and uh, it goes towards all uh, programs that are funded through the Police Youth Foundation. And again, well, it's only October 5th, but all eyes on Christmas. This is a great stocking mm-hmm. stuffer, Constable, but not just that. If you're an animal lover, period, you love the pictures. So I'm wondering, uh, how do you choose the dogs? And, you know, the, the photos are fantastic. So that is a whole process, I would think, to put the calendar together. Yeah, there are countless hours and photo shoots and locations just all around the, our beautiful city. Um, and then, you know, you incorporate a dog that uh, maybe it's, not exactly as trained as you thought it was going to be, but, uh, you know, our photographers are super patient. They do excellent work. And as for the selection, it's it's always uh, kind of nitty-gritty when it comes to selection time because there are so many great pictures and um, trying to get all the dogs represented in the calendars, you know, not always a, an easy thing to do. So tell us about some of these sexy beasts that we'll <laughs> see in the calendar. <laughs> uh, so... Typically, like all our dogs, uh, we have German Shepherds, Belgian Malinois, some Dutch Shepherds, as well as some Labs. Um, so all the dogs range from patrol duty dogs to explosive detection, cadaver detection, or drug detection. 
And, you know, like I said, they're just dogs put in various situations and, you know, locations all over the city. So, Which one's your partner, Mike? Uh, I have Sabre. Sabre's my patrol dog. And then I also have Cola, who's an explosive detection dog. Ooh, the calendar launched today at noon. Uh, I know they can hop online to get more details, but uh, if we're out and about in town, can we pick them up at our, our favorite grocery stores, for example? Uh, locally in the city, you can pick them up at any Safeway and Sobe okay. stores, or uh, they can be ordered online at www.cpyfstore.ca. Good stuff. Thank you so much for your time this morning, Constable. Yeah, thanks for having us. That is Constable Mike Lenchuka of the Calgary Police Service. Calendars launched today at noon. But let's do a little giveaway. We've got two calendars to give away for callers one and two right now. 403-974-8255. Caller one and two, you will score yourself a calendar before they get in the hot hands of everyone else. 847, time for helicopter traffic for West District by Truman. A mix of unique single-family homes, townhomes, and condos.